Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelorette recap. Let me hold I got my notes here. It says two. That's one. We are number one. <laughs> Made a joke a couple weeks ago. Never corrected. Number one. Bachelorette recap podcast hosted by a male interracial best friend duo. AB, first question to you. Yes, sir. You got kids? Mm-hmm. Two of them. You gonna kiss them on the lips? Do you kiss them on the lips? Yeah, kiss them on the lips. Right, smack down are on you, the lips. Are you sure? sure thing. Hell yeah, right on the lips. Ugh, oh, gross. Yeah. When's that gonna you, stop? You don't get it. You don't get it. No, you uh, don't get it. You're the weirdo. <laughs> That's not normal. <laughs> Listen, it's not a Tom Brady kiss on the lips, like a t- three or four second sensual kiss. Not to dig into Tom Brady here, but <laughs> uncalled for. <laughs> it's just like a, a peck. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All the time, every day. Every day. Couldn't live without it. Need to show the affection. Wow, that's crazy. And need right. return. Maybe that's the way I am. Maybe that's why I am why I am. Not if we weren't a lip-kissing family. Remember <laughs> <laughs> if you're getting real deep and serious off the bat. I won't, I won't, I won't. Okay, all right. Didn't expect that. That's all I'll say. When's it going to stop? That's my question. Uh, Are they going to be 30 and you're going to still be doing it? Who knows? No, 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 no. Yeah, uh, just when they're kids. Okay, I can get like, that. I don't know, elementary school. Okay. Well, I'm gonna press you for updates every year. <laughs> See how that's going. <laughs> Interesting. Well, the the reason why I ask is I don't know if you caught that, but Garrett and his mom. I didn't catch that. <laughs> Making out, Garrett and his on mom. the lips. I I ran it back slow mo style because I wasn't convinced it was on the lips. I thought it was you know just, just off a side, to the side cheek. Which yeah. even sin this just off to the side is too close for comfort for me. But it was I'd say sixty percent coverage overlap. Okay, wow, interesting. All right. Listen, some people do that too, and I'm uh, I mean. It's not well, my now we can't we can't make fun of them because you do it. So there's it's nothing. Not my, there's no, no bit here. It's there's a difference between a a three year old kissing my three year old on the lips and kissing a thirty year old girl on the lips. There's yeah, something we'll different there. Uh, but some people do it, so we don't really really want to alienize. No, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, we got to walk our on eggshells. Crowd here, we got to walk. We got to walk on eggshells. <laughs> All right, uh, AB, you got any general takeaways from this before you get we get into the first of the hometown dates? Pleased with this episode? Uh, I was bored with a lot of it. Um, there wasn't as much mom and dad really grilling Becca as much as I'd appreciate. So it was just kind of four good families meeting meeting the the Bachelorette. It was it was textbook. Yeah, textbook is right. Every every preview for hometowns is like makes you think that. Oh man, these families are not here to play this dumb game we said yeah. last week. We got hyped up for hometowns, and then every they were season, all there to play the game. <laughs> they're all there to play the game. They're all like, "Hey, I'm worried you might get your heart broken, but anyway, good luck." You seem like a nice girl. Good yeah, luck. She seems great. You seem like a couple of nice kids. <laughs> you guys seem like you're it. in love. You guys seem like you're in love. Everyone, even the reasonable people, like uh, Jason's uh, brother, was like, "You guys are perfect for each other." It's like, dude, you haven't even seen them together at all. You were missing the wacky parent too. Yes, you know the That's true. the off the rails person. They were all just pretty normal white people. Nothing to see here. Maybe we'll do a power rankings. I don't see color. I didn't notice that they're all white. So okay. <laughs> thanks for pointing that out. I will maybe do a parents' power rankings. All right, let's get it. Let's get into it. Before we get to the real drama, we got to tease the Tia drama. AB. Yeah. Let's not act like that's not the big thing. Mm-hmm. Garrett, daytime. Now, at the risk of pissing everyone off, this was an adorable hometown. The farms? The farm. The agricultural business, as Garrett called it. 
I didn't know they had farms that size in California, truthfully. Well, it's they're in Nevada. And it's I thought they're in California. No, he's he lives outside Reno, doesn't he? That's what I thought. Okay, I messed up. Regardless, that's way yeah. Because he talked about Tahoe and Reno is oh, right next okay. to Tahoe, which is in never California. mind, never and, mind. And that's way north. You think yeah. of Reno, you think of Vegas, which is way south. No, it's way north. That's way up there. Well, Cal- I thought it was California. <laughs> I thought it was like outside of L.A. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I was envisioning. I think I, no. I think I saw, I think I saw L.V. and then mix that up for L.A., which also isn't a state. But no. I was completely mixed up by something. That's quite a th- thought process. That I don't or understand. NV. I think I saw NV, NV. and that tr- that transferred to L.A. somehow. Uh, which also, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just glanced. I saw it wrong, obviously. <laughs> um, I'm like, whoa, there's some big-ass farms out in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mind-boggling that you thought that. That's just truly. <laughs> I wrote, you know, they have some big-ass farms in Cali. That's what I wrote. All right. So all your notes are basically worthless on this portion yeah, of the day. If you think part. they're in Los Angeles. Well, I was just, I was kept, kept thinking to myself, where did all these farms come from? Uh, speaking of farms, I had, did you have any idea that you could plant tomatoes that are already started to grow? No, that like, was wild. That was, I, it was, bull, that was a going wild machine. So someone's driving it and there's two like workers in the back that are just sticking like already grown tomato plants into the yeah. ground just Infant throwing them down plants. and they're just staying and then they they're then the machine goes by and they're all like yeah. perfectly perpendicular to ground i have no clue how it works i can't <laughs> believe someone conceived to build that machine for that That's, purpose that's wild remember a b we don't know anything about farming though we're from iowa nothing don't let don't make it think that just because a b lives maybe a quarter mile from the nearest cornfield not even that we no, know how that close. stuff works I'll tell you one thing, though, Rim. Garrett didn't plan for the date. He was sweating through his shirt before it even started, Rim. Big well, how problem. is he supposed to prevent that? How are you supposed to prevent sweat? You wear a, a, a second. You wear an undershirt or in possibly a second undershirt for that hot heat. Yeah, that's what your ass would do. Not Garrett with his body. <laughs> it makes no sense. I'm sweating right now, but I'm not going to put an undershirt on. I would come on. up that's with crazy. some sort of contraption that just goes under the under, so you can't see the shirt, but it also protects me from sweat. I don't know what it would be. But a V-neck undershirt. So you can't... Is that is that what you're saying? Not. Nah, you can't... He can't wear a V-neck undershirt, Rem. His, he's got three or four buttons too, too low. It'd have yeah. to be something that you cannot see anything up top. So it'd have to be a scoop neck that goes it'd under your belly button. It'd have to be button. like a... You know how girls wear those bras that have no straps? It'd have to be something of that. <laughs> where it has no straps up top. It can't even be like a... Can't be a, you know, a, a white tank top type deal no it's gotta be i like that because yeah no i'm with you i'm with you because you can't have it when you wear a dress a white dress shirt and you're wearing a white undershirt and people can see it and they're like yeah they can see about no it's gotta be something that isn't invented yet okay i like that idea anyway uh back to this hometown uh they plant the tomatoes then they plant a rosebush ab kind of cute pretty adorable in my opinion now she goes is that you want to get into agriculture she says, are you planting too deep, Garrett? And he's like, oh, no, no. It was absolutely too deep. The base of the bush was a foot below the ground. That bush is going to die. And absolutely. Uh, that's, that's not uh, the point. That's not the point. Here's the thing about Garrett, Rim. What if is I the thing about Garrett? If Tell me. I didn't know what I know about him social media wise, he would be one of my all time favorite contestants. He's a sweetheart. He's from a, he's a f- farmer, which for some reason I hold... <laughs> 
as a positive, positive feeling towards, even though I know nothing about farming. That's still oh, Chris a positive. Souls reminds for me. you of Chris Souls, maybe. Uh, no, I don't okay. like Chris Souls at all. But <laughs> this guy, um, he would be a favorite. He's he's a great guy. He just seems like a great great guy. Not the smartest guy, but no, down to earth sure. guy. Well, nothing wrong with being a dummy on this no, show. No, absolutely. You kind of fit the bill. I agree. If we didn't know that uh, he's a dummy, idiot, scumbag. Uh, muck of the earth type I'd of be guy. all in I'd be cheering for I'd be wearing a Garrett shirt right now that yeah. I created that's what stinks we said this that's what stinks about the season we know yeah. too much about these people and now there's no one to do there's really no one to root for well, um, someone other than Blake teaser Jason actually <laughs> you I say? got a favorite say? coming up did you say Peter no I said teaser oh okay Wait Stay till tuned. later. I'll tell you who my Stay favorite tuned. is. Listen, we got to keep teasing people because this this first ten minutes, a lot of people tune in out. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, they talk a little bit about his ex, AB. He lets Garrett lets her know that hey, my family's going to really be vetting you because of that experience. Mm-hmm. He didn't say vet because he doesn't know what that word means. Um, <laughs> and then they kiss under the tree. Just a beautiful. I thought a beautiful, beautiful date. Sorry. Do you think it hit with Becca? Because my wife said. Uh, after she watched it, she thought it didn't. She thought Garrett might be going home. I don't know why she oh. thought this. I didn't think that. This is what I didn't know if other people thought that as well. Is that the date didn't really hit? Because farm dates, they're risky. It's gross out there. It's disgusting on a farm. It's hot, sweaty. We saw Manual JoJo and labor. Luke. Remember JoJo and Luke? They had their beautiful little date, and we were like, "Oh, Luke wins now." And then she gave him the boot before Set they even home. got on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> so that's reasonable. I don't know. I, Sometimes you can't really tell with Becca because she yeah. kind of acts the same around everyone. And I have a note on something else about Becca's reaction. Stay tuned for that. And, <laughs> and sometimes she's a little tough to read because she's so similar. She acts so similar around everyone else. That's fair. Let's go into Garrett's house. Um, As soon as they sit down for dinner, and this became a theme all night, immediately after the toast, the family convos start. Mm-hmm. First, it's his sister, then his dad talks to Becca, and then his mom talks with her. Okay. Do, do you have anything you want to hit on with any one of those? Because I want to talk about the mom. They're just all super emotional. Um, there's a lot of crying. Get, there's tons of crying, which I can't imagine doing like uh, with my sister oh, no. about anything. No. No, no, I've never cried in front of her. And maybe that's just me. But there was a lot of crying. Either this is a super emotional family or what happened with Garrett's former uh, marriage was something out of this world. Well, sounds the- like it sounds to me like Garrett was an awesome dude, and then his life was ruined, and the smile was taken away from him. All <laughs> his happiness, like he didn't smile for two all years. his happiness was gone, and he was a different person. Well, Garrett's mom recounts that breakup and how helpless she felt. Ab as he moved out of the house and ended his marriage at like twenty four. Mm-hmm. And the the thing, this is what I noticed about Becca when she was listening to his family talk about how devastating this breakup was. Whenever someone is telling Becca something very serious, completely blank look on her face, totally, no expression whatsoever. The mom is like bawling her eyes out about how her son's life, <laughs> she thought her son's life was over at 24, and she's just she's just staring at her. And it, it was the same way when Blake was talking about his divorce, his parents' sure. divorce, and later when Blake was talking about the friggin' tragedy. Very weird. I just wanted to point that out. I don't is know if you noticed that. Is it weird or is she just a good listener, Rim? I, you, she no, doesn't feel the need to a, interject. No, no, that's not the trait of a good listener. You have to at least show 
that you understand and, that, and you're hearing them. Yeah, and that shows some empathy. Like, oh, I know, you know, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to interrupt or interject. But you have okay. to act, you have to look like you care. She was just like when, you know, just blank. It was weird. Maybe I'm okay. overthinking it. Hey, interesting anti-Becca take from Rim. Yeah, it, you know, I call it like I see it. I, I got no anti-Becca hate in my heart, but call it like I see it. If I were telling her, like, hey, man, you know, my parents got divorced and I lived through a tragedy and, like, also I got divorced and she was just looking at me like that, I'd be like, are you listening? <laughs> Do you hear what I'm telling you? Big stuff here. Anyway, um, in the end, the mom, who the mom was the one who was very concerned. Hesitant. About all this. Super hesitant. And in the end, she was like, all righty, I'm sold. Good, yeah. good luck to you. That's how most of these end. It's they kind they show they show the family before it starts, and they're like, "We're gonna get to the bottom of this thing." And then at the end, it's just like, "Well, yep, <laughs> they're pretty we good can together do anyway." <laughs> um, anything else on this? On I thought, thought the date went awesome. Parents loved her. They have some real combos. Becca's great with parents. She's uh, at this she point. She is. She is great. After I saw this first one, I'm like, okay, there's no way any of these go wrong. This is all going to be gravy for Becca. Yeah, she's really good at that. She, As soon as they sit down at all the dinner tables, they're laughing and having a good time. Absolutely. She's being cute with the guy. No awkwardness. Every time. None. All right, let's go to Buffalo with Jason. From what I know about Buffalo, people who from Buffalo love Buffalo. <laughs> First, they go to a bar to have a wing eating contest at like 10 in the morning. Kind of strange. A lot of people there. A lot of drunks. 10 a.m. I'm assuming it's 10 a.m. <laughs> Very risky choice doing a buffalo wing contest, Rim. Very risky. What it, Had that been me, Rim? King buffalo wing eater? I'm going all in on these wings, Rim. If, like if a girl brought me to a buffalo wing contest, it, had this been Becca as the bet, yeah, Becca yeah. taking me to the buffalo wing contest, I would have tried to win the thing. I'd, I'd eat 50 buffalo wings, and then they'd have to, like, postpone the nighttime portion of the day. <laughs> I was going to say, you'd be having gas and stuff. Or she'd be at the house stomach. eating, and I'd be up in my old room <laughs> at my just parents' laying. house, like, with Pepto-Bismol, just laying yeah. and watching TV. That's how the That's date true. would end up. That's not an exaggeration. I ate 75 exactly buffalo wings. I'm sorry, I can't continue the rest of this date. You yeah, you wouldn't even get to the nighttime portion today because you guys would have had a fight in the car home. Yeah, like, absolutely. why did you do that? Why did you ruin the whole morning? <laughs> but this was a fun buffalo eating contest. Why did you take it so serious, Alex? And why, you know, why even have a contest if it's just going to be for fun? I watched these two eat the buffalo wings. I was like, they're messing around, wiping buffalo sauce on each other's face. Yeah. No, I play for keeps. Exactly. Don't be too cutesy. That's not a cutesy situation. <laughs> then it's off to the skating rink. Where we discover that uh, Jason is basically Charlie Conway from yeah. the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> when he was doing that, I was like, whoa, this In guy's incredible. He's got, he's got NHL level stick skills, Rim. <laughs> stick skills. We don't know anything about Period. hockey. <laughs> Period. Stick he slapped skills. it in. I mean, he scored easy. He looked like a goal. He looked like a real looked, player out there sliding great. around on the ice. Side note, uh, Mighty Ducks 3. A lot of people think that's not a good movie. It actually is. Maybe you give it a chance. Even though it's uh, not on the world stage and it's more confined to their high school, D three, the Mighty Ducks, very uh, underrated. I'm pretty sure we did a power rankings on the Rimcast, and you yeah, gave, a couple years ago, yeah, uh, and you said three was your top Mighty Ducks. That was, I mean, that's ridiculous. When but obviously it be number up there. two is the best. 
Yeah, and and probably one is it even probably better. Probably one. Also, <laughs> yeah. But D three is good. That was the point of that Actually, ranking. I read a article the other day. Now that we're talking about Mighty Ducks, I'd like to continue down that road. <laughs> I read an article that the other day about how ridiculous the Mighty Ducks are, and there's so many like plot holes and premises that are absolutely absurd. Was it one of the, was it an article or was it one of those like truth no, it trailers? Was, it was one of those things where you have to click, keep clicking next and go into it like an ad oh, before yeah. you see the next one on the list. It was totally like, legit. Yeah, just one of those sites. One of the things, the main plot hole in the whole story is how Coach Gordon Bombay even came around. So he got picked up for drunk driving. And nope, he sir. was he was given the d- community service task of coaching these little league kids in <laughs> hockey. Can you imagine being one of these parents? And they say, "Here's your new coach. He's actually doing this is community service because he got picked up for drunk driving." Are you kidding me? Yeah, the whole premise sense. of the show is off, it's off the rails to begin with. Yeah, and if I recall, Reclec, like uh, Emilio's had has some personal issues that oh, yeah. preclude him from being a good coach throughout the series. <laughs> Absolutely, there's a lot of red flags with him. A lot of red flags with Emilio. All right, anyways, what, uh, yeah, back to who's this guy's name? Jason. Jason. Um, here's my notes from this. Becca, very skilled at taking these grillings, like you said. Like any smart job interviewee. She asks, she answers correctly and soundly and confidently, and then asks questions of the interviewers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She knows what to say when it comes to the, hey, you're ready to be engaged, which is not the normal, are you ready to be engaged? Because she was just engaged two months ago. So that question holds more weight. Um, She just nails the interviews, I thought. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. It it appeared to actually, all these uh, houses... On this episode, seemed to actually possibly be the contestants' houses. There weren't oh, any definitely. gigantic mansions or anything in Buffalo. It was just this random house in a cute little neighborhood. Yeah, no, you're right about that. The, a lot of uh, the decorating indicated that this was not a, any of these were staged homes. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I mean, nothing really here for me in this Jason day. To be really, well, not, you don't want to talk about a uh, brother-in-law and his brother spilling his heart out? Come on, uh, in the end of this. Yeah, I mean, Jason just, uh, he starts spilling his heart. He lets everyone know how much he really cares. It was beautiful, but there's not much there to talk about. Well, sure there is. We talk about how beautiful it is. This is the number one Bachelor Recap <laughs> podcast hosted by a male generation best friend duo. This isn't a, his fun. AB, listen, when Jason Let tells his- Let me hear what you got then. Well, I don't have much, frankly. When, <laughs> J- when Jason tells his brother and brother-in-law, he spills his heart, like you said- uh, his brother is like, hey, did you say any of that to her? And he says, no. <laughs> this whole time he's been holding back these beautiful words he has. And then he goes outside and basically repeats the little says speech. The, uh, verbatim. Identical. Identical. <laughs> it reminded me of that, that one Scrubs episode when Turk is getting married to Carla. And at their uh, rehearsal dinner, he s- does this whole speech that he pretends he made up on his own, but really Carla's brother, who hates him, helped him with the speech, and it's actually the speech from when Harry met Sally. Yeah. It was very insincere. It came off as insincere, even though it wasn't. I, I remember that episode. <laughs> Great episode. Uh, anyway, he ends it with, I didn't like how that episode ended, because then uh, JD told uh, Elliot that he didn't love her. JD and Elliot figured out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Either get together ya. or don't. I'm tired I of it. I hear you. Um, that show ended 15 years ago. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, he ended at AB after not saying, I'm falling for you, not I'm falling for you, not I'm falling in love with you. He comes with, I'm so deeply in love with you. Leapfrogs the other guys. He Were is. you surprised by that? No, not by how he was talking. He's yeah. saying stuff like he, all he does is think about her and he can't go another moment without her. That's pure love from Jason, folks. 
Okay, so you buy it, no manipulation, no skis involved. I buy it. Okay. Yeah. Do you think she was into it? At the time, before we found out that she'd take a bullet for Blake, at the time, were you... <laughs> were you... Yeah, do you I, think it was reciprocated? I thought, it, I thought there was something there. Okay. Jason, do you think he, do you think he can win after this? No. Okay. No, I don't. Firm. I like that. Let's go to the Colorado Mountains, A.B., Big reveal. It was was a borderline throwaway line the way it was presented. But Becca says the feeling of love is reciprocated. The only person she's indicated that she loves back. That I I did a double take on that one, Rim. Good. Like, whoa. (laughs) Wait, you love him too? Then what do we even what do we got going on here? Exactly. It makes you wonder almost if she's said that about other guys and they didn't didn't show show it. They yeah. didn't show it, yeah. Anyway, what do you got on this? Uh, it's always weird when they go back to the high schools, in my opinion. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was getting ready at the start of this date to absolutely rip this date to shreds. The whole high school thing, meeting all the old teachers. But then later we find out he's got a big yeah. time reason to have a big time connection to this school emotionally. So I'm going to save all of that. I was ready to I'll- rip it to shreds. I mean... Yeah, never mind. I'll get some jokes off. If I did this, um, I'd show them Darren Hyder's picture up on the, the <laughs> on the wall and be like, "That's my dad's friend Darren. That's my all American, the same year as Gary Sheffield. So that's my high school." I was gonna say that Platte Canyon High looks like the richest, whitest school I've ever seen in America. Oh, dude, the, the it's on like a mountain peak with a beautiful backdrop of just snowy mountains. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Uh, some poor teachers though. All these teachers who had to come in on the weekend. Yeah, have to commute up the mountain. <laughs> Basically, yeah. The- who knows what kind of transportation they had to take to get there on the I snowy Sunday? I don't know if you Sunday. noticed it was it was a blizzard out when the date started. <laughs> um. Anyway, Blake, like you said, takes her to the library and reveals that he was a senior when there was a school shooting at the school. Whoa, where his mom, I believe at least worked there, maybe was a teacher, unclear. She was the one who made the announcement on the intercom. It sounds like she was since she was someone in the office. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, what did you think about this, A.B.? This was heavy for this show. Super heavy. I liked it. Too heavy? Okay. No. I I want the the deep conversations, and this was one of them. They got into real-life stuff, and I loved it. Now... On the one hand, good. That's good that you have... We like when they talk about real things, in this case, a trauma that shaped his life, and to speak frankly about something like that. On the other hand, this is the fucking Bachelorette. It seems kind of weird to have a school shooting be used as like this uh, story, this plot point almost as a prop for a hometown's date that I don't know. There's no right answer. Maybe I'm being offensive, but it just, that seemed weird to see that on this trashy TV show. But that being said, how you expect to, for Blake and her to get married at the end of this, if she doesn't know this, this huge thing about what, what has shaped Blake, not saying they should, no, they have, they have to talk about that. You absolutely would just probably didn't don't bring it up there. Like maybe don't bring her to the scene and be like, by the way, there was a shoot after you met all these people and got connected to the school. There was a tragedy here. Sure. It seemed a little weird to me. I don't know. I just, I I feel like, uh, 
That's fair. I mean, I mean, imagine if you were the parents of the one the, the one student that passed away, and you're you're watching The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. and this is this comes back. I don't know. Weird. A little weird to me. Anyway, uh, going to be interesting to see Garrett and Blake at the after the final rose, if you know what I mean. You're but saying Blake's going to win. <laughs> no, Blake and Garrett after the final rose, given Garrett's uh, Parkland takes. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I didn't even piece those two things together. Someone in the rose bag reminded me of that. Wow. Yeah, and that's going to be... I didn't uh, piece that together. I don't know if they'll broach that topic, but... Garrett, you going to say that's fake to Blake's face? Yeah, you gonna, <laughs> or Garrett. You going to say there's crisis actors at all these things? I yeah, doubt it. Anyway, what do you think of this uh, special musical guest, Sabi? Tremendous. Finally do you know who it. this is? I can't tell. I don't remember if you know who this is. Yeah, I do. I've heard of her. Heard I some would, songs. I'd say I'm the number one Betty Who fan in the world. So <laughs> I this actually, a, this was a big deal. I remember you sent me an album of Betty Who. This was probably five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Betty Who, the new a Betty Who. I said, listen, she's I can just confirm. As good as I can confirm this guy is a big time Betty Who fan. Thank you. I'm so glad that someone has that. I think maybe you and maybe my brother are aware that I'm a huge Betty Who guy and has been for years. Yeah, I mean, I knew who she was. I was a fan because it was a different... Listen, if they just switched up the genres of the people that they bring in for these concerts, it would be a lot better. You just can't have the same exact country act every single show. 26-year-old dude every time. Yeah, you're right. It's got to be something different. Um, now there was some question as to whether it sounded like Blake, like picked Betty who to be the act. It sounded like that was, they talked about her Becca liking Betty who, because she obviously liked Betty, Betty who it wasn't a shot in the dark. So yeah, good Becca on Blake. Seemed, Becca said it was her favorite artist. I mean, that's, that's strong, crazy, but <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> that's very strong though. If it were me, I would have said the same thing. If I were on this and I would, first of all, I would have tears in my eyes at an intimate Betty Who concert. And then I'd be like, my favorite artist. I know all the words. And I don't know all the words. I know like two songs, the worst two songs. Good artist though. Good on you, Blake. Anything else? Or you want to go to his house? Let's go to his house. Once again, Becca commanding the room by being engaging and fun. Now, Shelly, that doesn't ring a bell. I don't know why I wrote that down. Shelly, Blake's mom, do you have that? Her name is Shelly? No. Okay. What do you have? I was... I, the first thing I noticed was Blake's mom gets the home gets the hometown date instead of the dad. I thought, based on what Blake had said earlier last episode about what had happened, that he, like, was... He went to live with his dad, and they were the close ones. But somehow, Blake's mom gets the hometown date here. A.B., I'm not sure Blake's dad wasn't present. The guy he talks to in the kitchen towards the end is not identified. Only Blake's mom is identified as Blake's mom. There's a bunch of people there. A there are a bunch of people, people. there. Okay. I, think, I think it's possible Blake's dad was present. I don't think he would have had that man-to-man conversation with his English teacher from high school. I don't think he would have because okay. that was a real father-son. Co- I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I didn't it, get the feeling that his dad was there, but you're right. That last guy was not identified, and he looked like him. <laughs> I feel like if it was his dad, they would have identified him, but yeah, I, I don't was know why you'd, I don't know why you'd avoid identifying that. And also making – ABC could have made this into like these two are sitting together in the same room or something. Yeah, there was some juice to squeeze there. Yeah. Um. Anyway, naturally, Blake's mom – after the cheating story last week is no surprise all in on this concept and believes Blake is in love. (laughs) 
though he could conceivably be in fourth place in this competition. You don't know what the other dudes are like. She's all in. But like I said, the conversation with him and his maybe dad, maybe stepdad, maybe buddy, that guy, that was that was a real dose of reality. The dose of reality I was expecting from every hometown. He said, you're, gonna, you're not going to be on these fantasy dates after this. You know that, right? Like, it's going to get real. Couldn't have said it better myself than this guy did. Well, I wish we knew who he was. If you know who this guy is, <laughs> hit up the Rosebank. We have no idea who he is. <laughs> um, anything else on this? Before the end, the, another Harry Met Sally ending. No. Blake whispers, I love you, Becca. Whoa. Which sounded sincere, A.B., and a great kiss. Heck of a hometown. It was heavy. It was light. It was love. It was family. Once again, nothing, nothing bad, nothing awkward, nothing weird. Agree or disagree? Agreed. ABZ and ramen right now, so <laughs> I'll give him the break. It's a, it's a, per- it was a, it was a perfect date. Couldn't have went better. They had an emotional moment where he told her something that you know made him who he is, and then a great family encounters. Nothing went wrong. Tim Tebow hometown date, daytime. <laughs> uh, Colton takes Becca to a children's hospital, wow. AB, to hang out. And this isn't like, hey, let's go to a children's hospital. No, let's get down and dirty. No, he he knows this is not his this first is rodeo at this children's hospital. He's been here a bunch. <laughs> These are his, and you can he, tell. You know, some people say, "Let's." I want you to meet my, my friends from back home. These are Colton's friends from back home. Absolutely. Caleb and Kaylee couldn't be more adorable. Great opportunity to plug his nonprofit that benefits cystic fibrosis. Click the link. Wow. I mean, imagine sending this guy home after this. What did you got on this portion of the daytime date? I love Colton. Wow. I'm falling for Colton. <laughs> He's got no, there's nothing. Let, let's let's recap what's wrong with Colton. Maybe we could have done this later, but let's recap what's yeah, wrong no, with get Colton. Yeah, no, get to it. Get to it. So he dated someone one time, went on one date. Before he came on here, I get like a couple months before he went on the show, he went on a date, and that was yep. it. Yep, didn't wasn't intimate, nothing, nothing serious. So facts, we went on a date. Only like, so far, like everybody, I yeah. assume, has gone on dates within the last year. Kind of crazy that single... this guy who looks like that would go on a date yeah, with someone. That's bananas. wild that he went on a date with someone. <laughs> All right, Whoa. keep it moving, AB. <laughs> and then the second thing is that he's a virgin, so he's saving himself. A truly commendable thing. All right, so you're skipping a lot, but yeah, I agree with you, and uh, we'll get to the rest later. That's it. (laughs) That's it. That's the two things wrong with the guy. That's all we got. In quotes. Listen, I have Colton. Sorry, Colton's a good guy. Maybe too good to be true, but that's basically all there is to it. I mean, Becca, mildly concerned about his lack of experience with serious relationships, which is reasonable if she starts to be engaged. You start to realize as, as... the last couple episodes, he seemed more and more young. Like, I never got the yeah. young feeling from him until these last couple episodes. Now he just seem, he seems like a kid. And it's not because of the virginity thing. He's acting young. He, like, when he yes. goes up and talks to Chris later, and we'll stay tuned for that. Oh, that stay tuned. That was ridiculous. But, yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah, seems more young to me lately. And when he's talking to his mom, he's, I mean, I well, let's get to the, the rest of the hometown day. I yeah. agree. He seems young. Um, I mean... We don't even really need to dig into the children's hospital stuff because we flawless. knew that both of these two were going to be tremendous with these kids, and yeah. they were. <laughs> There's, it was great. 
Um, first off, the hometown nighttime home part of the day, whatever you want to call it. Colton's dad, big time beefcake folks. <laughs> okay. Colton's mom, also very cool. She was my favorite mom of all of them. Colton's dad was my favorite dad. Yeah. Well, that when I call somebody a beefcake, I mean, obviously, that extends <laughs> to his personality, too. The guy had it all. Um, he has that coach people. feel to him. That oh, yeah. Colton even said he, that he has a father or he has a coach player relationship with his but dad. But a good coach, he, but not a like all that yeah. matters is sports, no. but like a good coach player relationship. Absolutely. Um, Colton and his dad, their chat. He, he said, I want to make sure your foundation is built on honesty, openness, and trust. Now, instead of say, attacking from the other way, saying, I don't buy into this shit. Are you sure about this? He says, hey, I'm, I'm with it as long as you got these three pillars to a positive relationship. Good dad. Absolutely. Even asks him about Ari. He says, hey, you went on one date and she was engaged. Are you sure, you know, she's going to be ready for this? Side note, at this point, I realize Colton is not ready. <laughs> like you were saying. <laughs> no, he seems too young. He seemed so nervous. When they were talking about the the idea of marriage, he was smiling and nodding, but he was nervous. Yeah, absolutely. You got anything on Colton's dad and Becca? A couple of probing questions here. I, I don't know it. why he brought up Tia. It gave me hesitation on if we if we know everything there is to know about the Tia relationship. Like, why does his dad even know about it? If it was <laughs> yeah. just one day, I don't. That made gave me some pause. I agree. I agree. Um, and then he brings up he he asks the tough questions his son won't ask. <laughs> none of these hey, guys ask. None of the chump guys ask about won't do it. Let me let me get down to business and see what's going. I'm really going on here with Ari. Yeah, elephant in the room, lady. You were engaged to a man named Mark. Six months what ago. What you got to say? Yeah, six months ago. You six were weeks ago, AB. Quit it with the six months. There's just no. That's the that's the that's the TV schedule. When they were filming this, it was like two months after they broke okay. up. Come yeah, on. you're right. You're right. Yeah, he he was there. He meant business. Shocker that the big the guy who was two sixty with two percent body fat <laughs> was was about his business. Um, then Colton and his mom talk about his virginity. Uh, not sure. D- did you get the impression that she knew before he brought that up? <laughs> yeah. No. Are don't you sure? <laughs> no, I'm not positive, but she did. You don't casually bring that up on TV in front of your mom. Unless you, she already knew about it. When her and Becca were talking, his mom did say, "Yeah, he just told me about that." But I and it it made it seem like she just found out. Sure, the mom. But I think she was saying he just told me that he has revealed that news to you. So I just want yeah. I just wanted to see where your head was at. Um, anyway, this moment also, Colton and his mom reinforced the fact. That to me, that they need to change the name of fantasy suites. Okay, he when Colton brought up fantasy suite to his mom, that's when I knew that name it's too is much. A relic it's from a different era. Course. <laughs> anyway, Colton's mom and Becca. What do you got? What do you got on this? <laughs> Nothing. You didn't find it weird that Becca brings up Colton's lack of experience and intimacy. To his mom, were, you were okay with that? You thought that was a normal thing? Can you imagine with cameras? It was weird. The can whole you imagine co- being his mom? Can you imagine thing? going no, to your potential mother-in-law and being like, "Hey, listen, that. I'm about to marry your daughter, but the word on the street is she's a verge." What do you got to say about that? <laughs> Insanity, AB. 
You must have been cooking ramen during this portion because yeah, this was I crazy. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Crazy. That's what they talked about Colton's experience, and it was weird. That is weird. Thankfully, Colton's mom is cool. <laughs> anyway, anything else on this date? I loved uh, I loved the mom and dad. Uh, pretty uh, sure he yeah. was after this. I'm pretty sure he wasn't going to win, but it was still, I think, a positive. It went, it went absolutely fine, like all the rest of them. Okay. I did feel, when they were out sitting on the porch, I did feel a little bit of inauthenticity to him. You know, I can't put my finger on it with him sometimes, but it just seemed, he just seemed a little more rehearsed. I mean, when you, especially after the other three dudes had their moments in the driveway. Sure. It seemed like he was saying things that he thought he was supposed to say. That's kind of where we're at with Colton. I he definitely, says things he thinks he's supposed to say. I definitely did not feel the love of the other, like... I don't think he meant what he was saying. I don't think he loves Becca. No, he has a crush on her. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yikes. Anyway, girl talk. Back at the hotel. We'll get in a little say by the bell here. We got the great crew of women from Ari's season and also Tia. <laughs> we got a bunch of fabulous stand-up fabulous. ladies and the, the snake. Yeah, the snake of the century. Uh, we got four, three or four, just great, could, would be, could be bachelorettes. And Tia, the most <laughs> jealous, <laughs> stone-faced player hater, hater in history. Player hater. I don't use that term often, but it applies here. Everyone else is super into Becca's stories and the hometown. Oh my God, I'm so happy you're finding love. This is so exciting. And Tia's just sitting there like, how can I fuck this up? <laughs> For this person that thinks I'm her friend, but I'm not. I am I am not, just so we're clear. Jealous wench to the nth degree. What do you got on her pulling uh, Becca side AB? I knew it was on as soon as she did. Because Be- Becca wasn't talking about anything in particular. She was just going through all the guys, talking about how great they are. Let me pull you aside. It's like, nah. <laughs> you had your chance earlier in the season. There's nothing for you to say here. Tia reveals that she still has feelings for Colton. Now, before we get into the motivation behind that statement, we I think we got to this point at the end of the, uh, the season with Ari when Tia threw Becca under the bus. Tia has a long rap sheet now of starting drama not in a positive, entertaining way. She's a double-crosser, a known, consistent... Super fake. Yes. Keep, keep in mind, young Becca... Basically, was kicked off the show because of Tia. Mm-hmm. Tia brings something up. Ari lets her go. Um, and it was late in the season after Tia had been friends with Becca the entire season. And now Tia's sitting next to Becca again, <laughs> screwing the other Becca over. And since this taping, we know that these two got into it on the social media, AB. I don't they know. Sure I forgot did. what it was about, but it was about these this. two don't like each other. Are you talking about Becca? Which Becca are you talking about? Young Becca? Young Becca. Young Becca. Yeah, Young Becca and Tia got into it because Young Becca uh, said this was all fake. Yeah. The whole thing's fake. Young Becca might be the smartest, sharpest tool in the box. Can we get her as the Bachelorette, please? No. And she's not even going on Paradise, as was revealed yesterday in oh, an really? article. Oh, um, no. An exclusive with People Magazine, I believe. She's got a boyfriend. Oh, she okay. was she was invited to be on the show. She was going to go on the show, but she's got a boyfriend, and they did like a photo shoot. 
Wow. This guy, yeah, this guy's got, I mean, it was like fucking Meghan Markle and Prince Harry got engaged with this photo shoot with these two, but they look happy. <laughs> Same um, reason CN's not going on, by the way. She also has a boyfriend. Oh, she's not going on there either? Nope. nope. Okay. Well, nope. good Sad. for them. Hey, good for them. I wish yeah, them good all for them. the happiness. It's bad for us. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Us I two would are prefer two of our favorites. Happy, yeah. <laughs> but good yeah. for them. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, back to this. So, why do you said you think it was fake? What? Why do you think Tia did this? Do you think she really has feelings for Colton? Do you think she is jealous that Becca is the Bachelorette and not Tia, like everyone thought? Do you think she just wants some attention, wants some long-term staying power in this game? I think it's that last one. What you just okay. said. She wants. She wanted to create some drama because drama gets you more time on this show. The more drama you're in the more quicker you're going to get that call for Bachelor in Paradise and all the other things. You're going to keep coming back for all the the money that's in being on these shows. I mean, the longer you're on these shows, the better it is for you in terms of Instagram, your yeah. any sort of business you're going to you're going to start uh taking so she knows that. And controversy yeah. is what's get you get you on more episodes. Yeah, that's a sad truth. Like think Just- about it. The other girls that came on here Nothing really. They weren't really helped by this little. None of them had said anything. Tia was probably the most talked about person on Twitter last night. No one was like, oh, look, who's Kendall? I want to follow her. Yeah. That night. You know what I mean? There's just no attention to the other ones. Um, Rundown of Tia and Colton's relationship. Yeah. From my understanding, what I know about this, Tia and him went on a date and that was it. And that Two was and a half months ago, maybe that was three a months long after, time before ago? this. Yeah, <laughs> he's been he's been on the show for two months. You mean to tell me we're that talking after, like a half year, Rim? After Be- after Tia told Becca six weeks prior to this moment that their relationship was nothing, that she's been dreaming about Colton this what? whole time and can't quit him. Why did Girl, you s- please? I, we've on. all been dreaming about Colton this yeah. whole time. Take a <laughs> I mean, number. You've been dreaming about him just like I've been dreaming about him. Please, you have no claim to Colton. No claim. And if you did, you needed to say something all that time ago, because this just seems super fake. It doesn't hold up. It does not hold up. This is an unbelievable, unacceptable move from Tia. So we're out on Tia, to put it bluntly. Let's we go already were right? out on her. Now yeah. we're even farther that way. Well, there's some takes in the rose bag that we'll get to in a bit. Stay tuned. Wow. Go to the rose ceremony. AB, you mentioned this earlier. Colton asked Chris... What the expectation? This was so stupid. <laughs> Colton asks Chris Harrison what the expectations are for fantasy suites. What do you mean? What the expectations? I mean, for, we're all adult. You're an adult here in this moment too. You ever seen the show before? Three. Why are you asking Chris? Like he <laughs> is the arbiter of what goes. Like he he shoes you away in there. He's like, all right, you guys have to do this, this, and do, this, or don't come uh, out. Okay, Chris. Uh, do I have to? <laughs> do I have to do this with the? I don't know, Chris. I, I've never done this A, B, and C before. Do I? Do I have to do this? And if I do, I'm not going to go to the rose ceremony. <laughs> Chris, the look on Chris's face was like, "What?" Chris knew what he was doing. He got the clip that they needed, which Absolutely. was, you're scared of going in the fantasy suite. <laughs> <laughs> they could play on the commercial bumpers. Chris figured it out. Had to be producer driven, don't you think? Had to have been. I mean, come on. What do you think he's going to say? Yeah, you have to have sex with the bachelorette? It's, it's, you're forced to? <laughs> well, you could not do it, but you'll be mocked. 
<laughs> you have to lose your virginity in the fantasy Come on, suite. Gold, that's the rule. Get real. <laughs> Producer drove it. You already talk. I mean, you already talked with Becca. Becca already said, yeah. like, hey, I don't want you to make you do anything you don't no, want to do. You also, you're not getting a rose. That's pretty clear at this point anyway, Colton. <laughs> I don't, don't know if you heard about, about what Tia said about you, but you're not getting a rose. <laughs> no, you're toast. Anyway, roses. Blake. Wait, wait, wait. You know one of my favorite parts of this entire episode, Rim? Right after they talk, right after Tia says she has these huge feelings for Colton, they show a commercial from Bachelor in Paradise and Tia's on there. <laughs> I mean, come on with this. Yeah. This snake. Tia, Tia the worst. The Tia's worst. the worst. It's not even like that. Uh, it's just uh, the incompetence is astounding. She's not even a good snake. You know what I mean? Like, we can see right through it. It's not impressive. There's no well, crazy web here. She's stabbing people in the back that people love. Like, Be young Becca, people like Stab her. Stabbing them in the chest, they be right in front. <laughs> now Colton? Colton's one of my favorite ever. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, roses. You stepped on my joke here earlier. I was going to make a bit here. Roses. Sorry. First rose. Blake. <laughs> like Blake from Key and Peele. <laughs> Blake Jason Garrett Did wow. the order mean anything to you? Yes no. is the answer Blake got the first rose and she said she loved him What do you mean? Order that was a big order It was an or it was a big order I still am not sold that Garrett's out of this though Rim. I don't think he's in third You think Bl Garrett's behind Jason? No that didn't make sense no, Just the first one mattered? The first one mattered Because that could mattered. be the case I think the first one mattered. Sure. They should not have left the final two to Garrett and Colton. We all knew Garrett was getting that rose. If it's between Colton and Jason, there's tension there. Absolutely. Just a producer rim. Yeah, you put your mind in a pretzel a little bit there. Blake, that rose mattered, I think, AB. Will it matter in our power rankings? Stay tuned. We'll see. Who knows? Uh, Colton's out. Colton has only been out of the top two in my personal power rankings one time this season. So he was this, never out of mine, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so either. This was a big surprise. If you told us Colton was going home before the episode, I would have, I would have slapped the taste out your mouth. Yeah, but absolutely. After what happened in this episode, not that surprising. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he got, he got steamrolled by the Tia train. Now, maybe he did, but there's, we didn't talk about this with his dad. Um, there's three, I think, reasons why maybe he was sent home. The first, like you mentioned, is Tia threw a wrench into this whole operation. Number two is uh, his virginity, frankly. Becca doesn't think he'd be ready to commit long term. Um, sure. And number three, which we didn't mention, was his dad, Colton's dad, told Becca to send him home if she knows he's not the one. And she, he was the only parent who said anything like that. So do you think maybe Colton... Uh, Becca was considering giving him a rose. Do you think maybe his dad had anything to do with making her choice for her? No, I don't. I think that gave her an easy out, like something she could use when talking to Colton, and she did use that. Yeah. Um, but I think it was 100% Tia. If your girl, one of your good girls, shows up and is like, and you have these four choices, and none of them are really standing out too much over the other ones, like Colton wasn't a clear-cut favorite or anything um yeah blake and garrett still there why would she keep garrett or why would yeah. she keep colton after tia said this there's just no reason to girl code rim i guess someone from tia, would do girl that. Code. tia knew she was, tia knew that she was going to send her home because of this well i you know 
now that this has all happened, we know that there's been photos of T and Colton together. Apparently, they're together. Maybe they got together in paradise. Maybe they, I don't know all the details. I will be interested to see how long that relationship lasts. If I were Colton, I'd, I'd get out of it quick so you can be the bachelor. Another thing we didn't mention. Actually, no, it's in the rose bag. Uh, let's quick go to power rankings. We're kind of we're running kind of long here. AB, my power rankings after the, after week eight, we're down to three. Number three, Jason. Not even close. Again, not even close. Even though a guy had him went home, not even close. Number two, Garrett. Wow. And number one, Blake. Have to give it to him. Head over heels. It's time to eat crow, Rim. Time for AB to eat crow. Oh, what do you mean? Because of Blake? Yeah. Go ahead with yours. Number four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Jason. <laughs> Number three, Grocer Joe, Rim. Yep. Coming to a paradise mutant. <laughs> yeah. Coming this to summer. Can't wait. Number Can't wait. two. Grocer Joe might be the goddamn bachelor after one night of being on the show. He might be. I mean, people love Grocer Joe. That would be probably the most universally accepted pick. Listen to me. If he has a good Bachelor in Paradise, it's on for The Bachelor. It is on. Off and running. Off and running. It's a very open field right now. Totally. Because obviously Colton's probably taken now. We don't know what's going with that. Garrett, I don't think they can use him because of the two the social Absolutely media stuff. Not. They just can't. No. They just can't use him. No. It's unfortunate. Jason is not going to be the bachelor with that hair. Exactly. With exactly. That hair with that hair, you cannot be the bachelor. Are you no, kidding me? You can't. No, please. You cannot, be. You cannot Please. be. The bachelor no can't chance. be a guy who refuses to leave Buffalo. Okay. The bachelor. I'm sorry. <laughs> he needs to have a little more flexibility than that. Go ahead. Number two. Absolutely. Right. Number two. Agree. Number two. Blake. With that hair. Okay, Blake. That's fair, but still, it's dumb. I, yeah. I, I was wrong, and I'm man enough to say that, Rim. I was wrong about Blake. He's a true contender. I, I, I thought about it all night on which one I was going to put at one and which one I was going to put at two. <laughs> Here's the reason I have Garrett at number one, Rim. Yeah, Becca was it came out after all the social media stuff came out and staunchly defended yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes me seem like she picks him at the end. And now she has to defend his ass. No, listen, if you want to, I guess I didn't define this. If you want to take into the outside stuff, if I could take that into consideration for my power rankings, which I don't, yes, you have to put Garrett number one because that the way that she defended him and the fact that he put out like a PR statement, yeah, which implies that he still has like agents and stuff or God knows what he's got people telling him what to do. He put out um, a new Instagram. He created a new Instagram and put out a PR statement for it. If if he were uh, if he were getting second, I'm not sure Becca no. would have said what she said. Frankly, I, I don't think she would even uh, she would even commented. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, you're right. But anyway, but for what what happens on the screen, you got to give us of, a In terms of what I've seen on the screen so far, based on what just happened. In that episode, Blake's yeah. Blake's a one or one A. Yep. Okay, let's He's get to the, the rose bag. Uh, reminder, the rose bag is the mailbag where you ask AB questions uh, that I often answer anyway. Uh, 773, send them in via text. 773-234-7794. We got a ton of rose bag stuff this week, so we're not going to be able to get to wow. nearly all of it. But thank you for all those who wrote in. Um, first, Rick from Dallas, uh, Rim and AB, do you really think Tia still has feelings for Colton 
Or did the producers pay her to stir up this drama and make Becca kick him off? The producers have been a few steps ahead in positioning Colton as the next Bachelor. Thoughts? Do you think she still has feelings at all? I think it's, it might be some of both. Okay. Uh, it's hard, and it's and that's just coming from me. Yeah, talking my, to Mike, AB. What is this? Your first episode? Nice. Way over the mic. Come Whoops. on. Yeah, that's better. That's a baritone we like. I think it's some of both, Rim. And the reason I say that is because Colton's so great. Like, how could someone not have feelings that had a chance with Colton? So I think there's, it's a possibility she still has feelings, but not like, not serious. What she said about like thinking about him at night and all this nonsense, that's a lie. Like, she might have feelings in the sense that I would, I messed up, uh, or it just didn't work out. I'd like to give it another chance, maybe if, if something could happen. I mean, how could you not? Colton's perfect. Like the the Brad Pitt's last girlfriend before he got famous probably feels the same way. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> like, you know, sure, you have, some, guy's some, you have some feelings for him, just like the rest of America has feelings for him. Uh, next thing from Rick, uh, since Becca made that fatal error on night one, who do you see Grocer Joe hooking up with in paradise? Wow, great question. Maybe, maybe a Kendall? Kendall's one of my favorites now. I, I love Kendall. She's I love great. Kendall. Maybe a Kendall? If she's mm-hmm. there, she's there, right? Sure. I don't know. Um, who else? I don't even remember who's all there. I think Kendall's there. We'll go with Kendall. I'm pretty sure she is. Yeah, we'll go with Kendall. I almost don't want her, him and Kendall to get together, though, because I don't want him to break Kendall's heart when he becomes The Bachelor. Also, keep in mind, folks, I have to temper this expectation. What if Grocer Joe's an asshole? We don't know the guy. He's we don't just know a good anything about guy. him. All we have is that, like... 30 second clip of him in his grocery store when he stole America's hearts. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all we have. Who knows what this guy's liked on Instagram? You don't know. Anyway, Alexis. Thanks, Rick. Alexis from Philadelphia in the style of MFK. You familiar with this, AB? Your old dad? Mary fuck kill? In yes. the final three men, who would you A, take to the fantasy suite? B, spend forever putting sponsored posts on Instagram with, or C, send home week one. We got Jason, Blake, and Garrett. I think your answer is going to be my answer. What are the options? Speaking of the mic, spend forever, put A, take to the fantasy suite, B, spend forever putting sponsored posts on Instagram with, or C, send home week one. Garrett, I would send home. Natch. His Instagram's toxic right now. You can't be a part of that. Uh, huh. Blake for uh, doing the Instagram posts forever. Oh, mm-hmm. you Jason the fantasy suite? You Taking didn't think J- this through. She said Jason is the best kisser. What you're doing. You. She, I Not trust her. her. She knows her kissers. If he's a good All kisser, right. he's a good kisser. He, does, he is a good kisser. That That's true. Taking him All to right. the fantasy suite. All right, gross. Uh, Christina, <laughs> thanks for the text. Christina from Bentonville, Arkansas. Simple and quick question: Do you think Colton owns a shirt with a collar? He always wears those. Will's did this too. These these shirts that don't have the collars, like the old old timey. I don't think he does. No, Boardwalk Empire. It's too young. These kids. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Wear a <laughs> collar. Wear a put, tie. Put a collar on. Wear a tie. Put a, tie put a collar on. on. You got sent home and you had no tie on. Embarrassing. Come on, Stephanie from Atlanta. A.B., you can't just casually mention that you are a Challenge fan like you did last week and not give us a few thoughts on the final reckoning. 
challenge wow. cast possibilities. Okay, Stephanie obviously doesn't listen to the other podcast, Rim and AB. AB, number one challenge fan. I've I written, haven't been watching. I've written an extensive, I would say, <laughs> what would you call the the power rankings I wrote? Uh, Important. An encyclopedia <laughs> yeah, for yeah, the challenge. Yeah. If you want to check out, if just search... I don't even know what you'd search. Here, you go to listen, eightscreens.com, we've, we've you can had, find them. We've had one... Me and Rim and AB have interviewed one guest in the history of maybe 250 podcasts, and that guest was Laurel Stuckey Laurel of Challenge Stuckey. fame. Mm-hmm. We had her on one episode. And it's because AB's I'm friends with her, I'd say. That's how I'd classify yeah, her. Yeah, I'm friends with her. <laughs> so, basically, I wrote a my power rankings of the all-time competitors on the challenge. It was, I'd say, 20 pages long. Uh, extensive review of their stats. I combed through all their stats. Some that don't even exist. I had to watch all the episodes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I love the I challenge. It's my favorite show reckoning. on TV. Final Reckoning. Give us thoughts. It's my favorite show on TV, including okay. the Final Reckoning. Uh, it's it's been great. So MTV. I don't know if you if you knew this, Rem. MTV has pumped a ton of money into the challenge lately. Mm. The last two years. Wow. So they used to. Have one challenge, maybe two a year, and there'd be these long three to four month breaks in between challenges. They've gone two straight years of just consistent challenges on TV every single week. The prizes, they're the last this the final reckoning, the prize is one million dollars split between two people. Wow. Five hundred thousand dollars to the winner. It used to be like twenty thousand yeah. to some of the winners and stuff like that. But that's how it's been. Like one of the uh, the prizes are are reaching up into the million dollar range. They're pumping tons of money into it. It is an awesome time to be a challenge fan because it's going nowhere and it's getting okay. bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's crazy! A million dollars is not a million a joke. dollars. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, Stephanie, you're gonna have to follow AB on um, Twitter, Alex W. Bradford, because the guy. Not a joke. It's not a bit. Guy loves Shoot me a message on Twitter, and I'll send you my my all time power rankings. <laughs> and I'll, I can talk to you about the challenge yeah, all day form. long. All day long, I can talk challenge. It's Michelle. my favorite thing out. All right, we're gonna have to. All right, we get it. <laughs> you, you understand? It's my favorite show, Rim. <laughs> Michelle from the Dallas area. Uh, interesting question here. Was this the first time we had a same sex couple from the families? Um, plus I can't with first answer that AB is there, has there been a same sex couple from the families that not that I remember, we don't really see sexual orientation. So I don't even know. I didn't even notice. Honest to God. I didn't (laughs) notice. I have no, which family paying attention. Of course, which family Jason's brother and his brother-in-law, they didn't give the brother-in-law any screen time, but it was there. Okay. I didn't know that. I thought they were both his brother. Come on, man. It's 20, it's 2018. Um, <laughs> Did they mention it? Yeah. Okay. I they just talked missed about that it at the hockey then. rink, and then, I don't know, it's pretty obvious. They were husband and husband. Okay. Plus, I can't wait for the men tell all and the contrast that has to be drawn between Garrett and his social media history and Blake and Jason. How can Garrett possibly defend his anti-Parkland likes with Blake sitting there having lived through a school shooting? Garrett just keeps looking worse with each passing week. Michelle agree. Sarah from Philadelphia. Oh, this chaps my ass, AB. Actually, it doesn't. I'll tell you what. Do we think anyone else in that auditorium besides Becca knew who the hell Betty who is? I thought for sure that Becca didn't know who she was. 
either. And when she sang every word now, I'm so I'm reading this like a dummy. And then she sang every word. So now I'm convinced that a family member that it's a family members of Becca's from Minnesota. Listen, Sarah, I'm not going to chastise you here. Check out Betty who if you like pink. She's a younger, better, not better. That's not crazy better. talk. Yeah, that's but insane. she's good. Betty who's good. She's got jams and she can sing. Any, any, you got anything? No, you're the Betty Who guy. I know you're the challenge guy. I'm the Betty Who guy. That's what it is. (laughs) Someone from the Saskatchewan province, AB. They didn't leave their name. Colton doesn't pass the Turing test. You don't know what that is. I'm convinced the Turing test. What's that? To determine if something's a robot or not, like Blade Runner style. I'm convinced he's a robot manufactured in a lab. He hasn't said one genuine, honest, unscripted sentence this entire season, almost like he was programmed. This is jealousy. Virginity theory? His prototype is all Ken doll in his downstairs parts. Harsh. The Canadian. Wow. That's not Canadian nice, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> what do you want me to say about that? Nothing. I'm just, I mostly read it because they're from Saskatchewan and I wanted to kind of show, show off my Canadian province chops. Uh, thanks for the text. <laughs> Valerie from North Carolina. Thoughts on Colton's claim that he has never brought Henny. This is big, AB. This is big. You didn't know this. Thoughts on Colton's claim that he has never brought anyone home in a formal setting, seeing as how he dated Allie Reisman, and there are pictures of her with his family on Christmas morning in paja- editorial note in pa- Christmas pajamas. All of them are in pajamas? Yes, including Allie Reisman. Wow. The whole family. Incredible. That's as I'll formal as it can get. Yes. That That's a is, lie. That's a that lie, Colton. is an, an engagement level situation. Wow. If you're in pajamas, in pajamas is In pajamas uh, is nuts. This is what I'm spending the rest of my life with. I think I, like, my, my uh, family, my in-laws yep. do pajamas. I don't think I got my pajamas until like we were engaged. Yeah. <laughs> like and the you previous the previous years I didn't get the pajamas. You shouldn't have. It was it was just like, oh, it's nice that you came to visit us Thanks on for Christmas. Coming. You're in now you're in the family. Now take the picture of us yeah, in our exactly. pajamas. Whoa. This when I saw this picture, I was Whoa. like, is this Photoshop? I'll say the picture crazy. <laughs> That's nuts. That's a um, lie. That's Colton lying then. Yeah, he's a liar. That's what I'm saying. We mentioned it earlier. The guy, you can't trust the guy. I didn't want to drop that bomb on you when you were wow. swooning While over I was him. Swooning over him. Wow, you could have dropped it so I didn't look like a dummy now. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we keep it all real on this. I'm gonna scroll. I'm gonna try to scroll through my feed that someone's texted or tweeted this to us last night. I'm gonna scroll through it, try to find it while I read the next question. It's gonna be impossible. Um, Megan from Virginia, are you guys? We still have bomb? Virginia friends. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Uh, are you guys aware that Jason and Gronk were recently groomsmen in a wedding together? Gronk. Rob Did you say Gronkowski? Gronk? Did yeah, you say Rob Gronk? Gronkowski? Yeah, One Rob of my favorite Gronk. athletes. <laughs> Who and who? Jason from Jason Buffalo. The, the, on The Bachelorette? Yeah. Jason the Buffalo guy is apparently like the cool socialite with Rob Gronkowski. I don't know. Need Jason as the next bachelor so we can get some Gronk hijinks as he preps him for night one. Why don't we just make Gronk the bachelor? Megan, well, because that's too crass. Megan from Virginia, P.S., not a a fan of AB's RVA hate, but I still love y'all. I don't know how I escaped. Why did Rimmick skip this? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? First off, again, we, we said it then, we'll say it now. We don't, Richmond, Virginia is probably a fine city. It's sure not it a bachelorette destination city if someone's not from there, period. That's the way it is. We even said, Punta Cana we, even said we, we came from a smaller, you a know, worse, not a, a tiny town. town, much worse no. town, though. 
and we've said the stuff that people were saying and don't even get you can point at all these like things on the internet about how richmond's one of the best places to live and all this i always got a ton of those lists like every you can find a list with any city and they are they're good places to live they're just not bachelorette destinations i'm sure it's a great place to live and a fun place to visit but it's not the best when you're talking about like these european places and you know these beach tropical paradises it just doesn't stand up to them i'm sorry thanks for the text megan um (laughs) (laughs) last one last one and i'm I'm including it it's long but i'm including it because it's uh kind of crazy not crazy it's it's a it's an interesting slant this is from olivia in orlando I know everyone wants to talk about Tia being the worst, but I have someone else I think is worse than her and driving me crazy. Oh. Caroline. Here's her evidence. Starting with Ari's after the final rose, she has been clearly seeking attention and trying to get big even though she had no screen time. She kept interrupting Kendall and the others as they watched Tia and Becca talk. She tried to make it about her somehow. She was on Ben and Ashley I's podcast this week. And I think I'm going to bleep that out. We don't plug other podcasts. And I think she came off a poorly. I don't know how she managed to twist herself into this just by being friends with them. If you didn't listen to that podcast, she mentions how she tried to tell, tried to leave Becca a note at the spa day telling her that Tia still had feelings for Colton, but the producers wouldn't let, let her. It's bugging me that she is inserting herself into this just to get more attention. Does Caroline bother you like she bothers me? No, <laughs> not like she bothers you, but all very valid points. AB, what do you think about that? I didn't know. I didn't know most of that stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I had the same kind of thoughts when she kept interrupting on the or she kept doing the stuff with Ari when she was on the after the final rose and um, was interjecting herself into the Ari Becca situation, like saying how terrible Ari was and stuff. And I didn't even know that they were Beck and her were friends. Yep. Okay. That's it for the Rose bag. Uh, thanks to everyone that texted in again, seven, seven, three, two, three, four, seven, seven, nine, four. We particularly want texts from people in and around Richmond, Virginia. We love y'all. Um, also (laughs) if you have Twitter, follow us on Twitter at Rosecast. Yes. Only a couple more episodes to tweet. Instagram at Rosecast Podcast and Facebook at Rosecast Podcast. AB, check your phone. I just sent you the incriminating photo. Now, are the, now do we? The, the question is, I don't remember what Colton's family looks like, so maybe that's her family. Is that possible? No, she's. They're all tall. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We're gonna have to do an investigative. <laughs> report on this photo that is the photo Digging you into take little with things. the person you're going to marry yeah but we don't know whose family it is he's scratching the dog though if it's her dog that's us <sighs> seems like his dog makes you think makes you think where okay the, anyway where are the parents taking the photo they're taking the photo of all the couples in their family that are going to get married <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, I hope him and Allie Reisman end up together. <laughs> Is that okay to say? <laughs> I'd, I'd say that's fine. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Thank you for listening. Talk to you later. If you liked it, please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast you listen to. And if you really liked it, maybe share it with your pals, your friends. Spread the word. Thanks for listening. 